it gives me great pleasure to say welcome back to Open Mics on the Two Track Mind podcast feed. Oh, it's been a while. I think the last Open Mics was in February. I know, and it's it's people should still know it was we're still apart we're still separated um, yeah yeah so we so we did yeah should we introduce ourselves in, christ it's fallen apart already uh, i'm liam toms with him as always is am i your co-host this time or, yeah, or am I, 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 know, <laughs> I listened to that the other day and i thought that was awkward say your name come on um edward crawley welcome back cheers let's have a um, yeah so oh. we did the uh yeah, i've got a beer on the go <laughs> Same. I've got a beer. I've not just as a little uh, production note. I've not been drinking beer for a while whilst, we, whilst we've been recording. Um, but I thought, as it's open mics, I really should. But to be perfectly honest, it's actually the uh, punk AF non-alcohol one. I just, I just needed the taste just on my lips. Just a oh, ooh, lovely, lovely bit so, of beer. Do you think that some people who have listened to previous episodes, which may be a bit more serious or formal? They'll be thinking, yeah, I was good. Good to have the boys back. Good to have the boys back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of vibe I was trying to get with this introduction. Is like, you know, someone's just like business. It. Someone's just pressed pause on their on their podcast platform, and they've they've grabbed themselves a fucking beer as well. Oh, <laughs> I'm nestling in for the night with this one. Turn the TV in off, fact. Sharon. Turn the TV off, Sharon. The boys are back. <laughs> in fact, I demand that if you have not got a beer right now, unless you know you're in recovery or you're not drinking or anything like that, or driving, um, <laughs> <laughs> you could be back on the commute. You know, don't do that if you're driving, of course. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe pause it if you're driving and save it for when you get in tonight and crack open a beer. Join the lads for open mics. Yeah, and if the rest of this episode is shit and you've wasted a beer, we apologise now. <laughs> but oh. leave a review, leave a review, and Ed will bring one to your house because he can't actually meet you in London or anywhere fancy for a beer. Hold on, Sharon. Sharon's got the wrong end of the stick. She's just popped the champagne from the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> They're twenty minutes in. Should have just popped the prosecco. This is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I wouldn't even go to Asti for this bullshit. Yeah, so we yeah. good. We, Asti, fucking showing our age. Is that still we, out uh, I think it is. We, uh, we've done well, though. We've been good. Like We've been working hard, making some good content over the last couple of weeks. You know, we did the stay-at-home sessions. That was kind of a bit of a mixed bag, a bit of sort of a, uh, a buffet of all different bits from the different shows. Then we did the uh, Off the Beaten Track. That was good fun. Uh, but yeah. I think, you know, we kept our shit together. We launched the new show about the playlist. That was good. We were well behaved. So it's nice to just kind of like press record and talk shit for an hour. Yeah, I yeah. we've oh earned it. Oh, definitely. We have earned it. We've, um, and, you know, thanks to everyone who's stuck with it, because I know I'm slightly out of the loop with my podcast, because what day is it? What time is it? It's, you know... <laughs> am I even ma- am I married? You know, I, don't, <laughs> uh, well, I was a bit confused when you started talking about Sharon. I was like, hang on a second. No, no, no. Sharon's whoever's listening's partner. Oh, okay, I don't, okay. Um, you know, but you know what I mean. Like, there were, I've now almost caught up, but I'm still a few behind. So, yeah. Well, know. McLeod um, has just been texting me. Actually, um, when we were recording the previous episode, um, 
he messaged me saying, Chonter in the wind absolutely killed me, right? <laughs> Chonter in the wind, if you've forgotten, you need to go back and listen to volume one of the Stay at Home sessions where we did the uh, the AI top 40. So he's just, you know, he's, he's what, two months behind? He's just listened to that one. That's mad. Um, but he he's the first person that's actually told me they enjoyed the the uh, the AI top forty. I'm um, not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even sure <laughs> I told you I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, just, a some... uh, just a quick one. Just a quick. We should really say happy birthday um, to, to... Andrew, Andrew John Hurley. Um, Who's he? Happy birthday, uh, Hurley! That's the drummer from Fallout Boy. Oh, many happy returns. On many... this day, so this day that we're recording, not the day it's released, because I can't predict the future. Ah, many Hurley returns. Cheers. And uh, may all your drumming be merry. I think he might be straight edge, so I don't feel so bad about the non-alcoholic beer now. Oh, he is. He is straight edge. Yeah, it feels quite appropriate. Um, um, I'm trying to think of other, other feedback that we've had over the last few weeks. My, uh, my cousin Other than my microphone... <laughs> no, hey, yours has been all right. C- uh, considering I'm still here with all the uh, the usual gear that we invested in, and you're doing this via your laptop, you don't actually sound too bad on these episodes. There's been a couple of times I thought, now he's at the better end of the stick here. Well, I don't know. It took me until we did the uh, the off the beaten track ones to actually get a decent sound out of this mic. I think, I don't know what I was doing wrong for the first few weeks, but it could have been the the platform thing. This um, Zencaster, which to be fair, has held up pretty well and done us um, amazing favour. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, they, I did. Certainly certainly they, they, yeah, they said that, that it's free to use during the uh, the outbreak. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the outbreak's still ongoing and it's going to be for a long time, but. I don't know. The government seems to have a different view and they're an American company. So it might be that we get cut off on this soon and we might need to find a new way to do it. But yeah, if you don't see any episodes for a couple of weeks, you'll know what's happened. Well, yeah, we have, I, I did joke that we could do either end of your garden, but we're not sure the neighbours would appreciate that. <laughs> I, I don't know whether the uh, whether the cables, we have to invest in something a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> yes, anyway, I was going to say... your German neighbours... What what are you doing over there? Yeah, there's me reading out some shit lyrics. You know, they've been nothing but uh, brilliant during this. They uh, they gave us um, lint bunnies for Easter and a little card, um, an Easter card. I've never had an Easter card in my life. Um, An Easter card. Yeah, just it was very nice little message in there and sentiment. Um, Did you get that anything? Wow, what could I do? You know, I can get to the shops. <laughs> Have you eaten the bunny yet, or did you dispose of it in case it had COVID? Um, I ate one. Sam didn't eat hers, um, being vegan. Um, I gave the other one to my mum. Oh, lovely. Um, so, yeah, they, they were eating. Um, sorry, I was talking about feedback. I was going to say, just because I, I thought this was quite comical. So, speaking of shops, my cousin messaged me. Uh, he said, that one of the episodes of the stay at home sessions was getting him through the queue to get into Wilkinson. So that's the sort of service that we've provided during these, uh, you are uh, welcome. Awkward times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's in a queue now. I, I don't know. Um, but hopefully not. Hopefully he saved this for when he gets home to have his, uh, his beer. And talking of, um, awkward times, um, you know, I don't know how I would describe, the current state of affairs, but if I was going to, it might be something like this. Um, I haven't chosen accent yet. 
so we'll we'll see where it ends up. Or well, maybe don't do the German one. <laughs> um, what's Brummy? Tommy Shelby. All right, sorry, that was Peaky Blinders. That's the only Brummy I can really do. People done gone crazy. People done gone mad. <laughs> People done so, forget. Sorry, sorry, has it started? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll start again. All right. <laughs> People done gone crazy. People done gone mad. People done forgot the superpowers we all have. We were born to love, not hate. We can decide our fate. And look for the good in everyone and celebrate all our mistakes. If there's a silver lining, you still have to find it, find it, find it. Look for the good in everything. Look for the good, the people who will set your soul free. It always seems impossible until it's done. Look for the good in everyone. <laughs> it just ended up sounding a bit like that Idols band. Yeah, I, I thought there was an essence of Churchill there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the good in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, even like the little bit of reverberation through the mic then. It, it had that sort of vibe of the, uh, the old on, broadcast. Let me, let me do a verse in fucking Churchill. <laughs> everyone needs sunshine. <laughs> everyone needs rain. Everyone, no, I've gone fucking um, that fellow who can't speak. I've gone um, King's speech. speech. Everyone is carrying around some kind of pain. I see who you are. You're just like me. I see you're searching for a purpose guided by a dream. I see who you are. I'm just like you. I get lost sometimes and forget where I came in to do. (laughs) I, I keep on trying when it gets frightening. Look for the good in everything. Go on. I, I'm well, not fucking clear. That is straight out of the old book of I need to write a glorified hit. I better sing something positive. Let's make it sickly sweet. And that is by uh, reggae favourite Jason Mraz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> reggae favourite. <laughs> The reggae board have uh, com- convened and they've decided that uh, Jason Mraz is their favourite. <laughs> but honestly, I didn't make that up. People done gone crazy. People done gone mad. People done... Fa- You've gone fucking mad, mate. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> you need to get... <laughs> what the fuck? Use a thesaurus, son. Oh. It come on! It come on the radio the other day, and I was literally just—I almost threw up in my own mouth. But I bet you were pleased because I bet you thought we've got open mics coming up. <laughs> this well, is, this is gold. Well, if the if the wife was to actually listen to any of our episodes, she is this Sharon it, or uh, Christy? No, Christy. She'd probably find it hilarious because I hate Jason Mraz. Um, uh, for many reasons, one of which being, and I've never told this story on the podcast. Um, I can't remember the year it was, but I did once line up an audition for Bloody X Factor when I thought maybe I'd have a shot at that. And I, for some reason, I had two songs on the day that I was going to sing, and both were ridiculous, and which is <laughs> fucking out. 
I don't know why I did it. Because I would not, if I could relive that moment, I wouldn't have auditioned. I don't know what got into it. I think it was my mum. My mum saying, do it, do it, you know. And she paid for the train ticket for me to get up to London and stuff. Anyway, but I I had two songs in the queue that I was practising. And one was Spandau Ballet Gold, because I was going for that bigger, the big approach, like Ollie Murs and people like that did. They went out with a, a glorified hit really belted it and they almost got through from the fact they'd been a bit bold and the other one was jason raz i'm yours and i bloody you've got to be bold if you're gonna do gold well i i fucking went the other way and for some reason i got into the little booth and i chose i'm yours by jason Mraz, and i i cursed the day i chose that so I'm, I'm glad fuck me i'm glad circumstances were diff, uh, different because i'm so pleased i only auditioned in front of an executive rather than those bloody judges i don't honestly people you who, do stupid can stuff. you remember who it was can you remember who the judges were the year that you went for it i think who it was, would have been um, the panel oh it would have been uh i think it was back then sharon uh louis simon and yeah, I don't know the four it might have only been three back then i don't know when they introduced four mm. I, I, I stopped I haven't watched it. I don't think I watched it the season. I I think what annoyed me more at the time was Ollie Murs was the year that I auditioned. And I hate him as well because for years I just thought, fuck me, I could have done that. <laughs> and he's a instead, instead, you got told... Um, to come back next year. She said she liked it, but come back next year when you're when, with a different job. When when she's got a different job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking thirty six thousand people auditioned that day. I wow. queued for out queued for hours. Oh god, <laughs> we all do stupid things, though. Yes, we do, which leads me nicely into um, the return of uh, one of my features, which uh, debuted on Stay at Home Sessions. Yeah, um, but I'm bringing back for open mics because I feel like this is at home and open mics, and I've gone stranger. Oh, uh, oh I've, I've ruined the title. What? Can you remember what it was called? <sighs> if I'm to be truthful with you, I can't remember exactly what I called it before, but I think it was Strangest Thing. No, um, you wummed and hard about it last time, didn't you? <laughs> okay, right. Well, I've got you know this. The clock's ticking here, so it's going to be called Strangest Thing. Was it so Strange before... Happenings? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's like the show, Stranger oh, Things. Right. right, so two things. Uh, you you tell me which one is the stranger of the two. So speaking of idiots, sorry, I, I didn't mean you're an idiot, but you know me. Um, yeah. Mick Hucknall, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could just leave it at that, couldn't I? It could just be that and the other thing. He's the stranger, shit. I'm going to tell you. Uh, what he's done, and I, I've actually uh, censored this a bit because it's just so ridiculous. But anyway, he put out a tweet recently in which he listed his top five. Right, you're looking it up, aren't you? <laughs> Are you looking it up? I can do if you want. No, don't. Um, yeah. He he looked up his top. Sorry, he listed out his top five coolest cultures on planet Earth. Right. Sorry. Oh, fuck it. Who asked him that top five? Mick, could you please tell me? It's something that's played on my mind for... Sharon, did you get in touch with Mick? It could not be more Brent 
if he tried. But this <laughs> is the best thing about it, right? This is the best thing about it. Number two, so he hasn't got number one for this, but number two in his list of top five coolest cultures on planet Earth, as if he's been to another fucking planet, yeah. is working class British musicians, right? <laughs> I thought, hang on a second. I don't know that much about Mick Hucknall. So quick wiki page read. Turns out he is a working class British musician. So he thinks that he is in this top five coolest cultures on planet Earth. And he won't rank himself at number one because that would be that'd be egotistical, wouldn't it? So he's yeah, put yeah. himself at number two. What a pillock. <laughs> what a pillock. And if you want to, you know, if you want to be horrified, go and look at the other ones on the list. I'll tell you number five, it was Flamenco Gypsy. <laughs> As I said, you could not get more Brent. So that's number one. So that's number one, right? <laughs> number two. I don't know if you've seen Yay. this headline. I don't know if you've seen this headline. Uh, I've not gone any further than the headline because it's one of those headlines that I feel like the actual story might spoil the headline. Like it might okay. be clickbait. But I don't know how you can beat around this bush. Um, and I'm not talking about this person's bush. Uh, oh. So anyway, here's, here's the headline. Jedwood are quarantining in LA with Tara Reid. What the hell? <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> I don't Tara know any Reed more. from American Pie. That's the one. And Scrubs fame. Uh, she's uh, locked down with uh, Jedwood. I, I, I can only begin to... Imagine the circumstances that have led to that scenario. She, she's a lot older than them, though, isn't she? I think if you added their ages together, she might still be <laughs> challenging them for the oldest. Yeah, because she, she's been around a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, very odd. Was there a picture of them all together? or uh, The screenshot that I've got is actually just of those two. Um they yeah, because it's bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> Honest to God. Let's see Tara Reid with your Jedwoods. Come on. Someone's <laughs> sold a story there, haven't they? All right, okay. Let's say it's not true. Someone's made that up. I think that is still a contender for Strangest Thing. Oh, Someone yeah. <laughs> has dreamt up a scenario where Jedwood are quarantining with Tara Reid in LA. So I throw it back to you now. Of those two stories, oh. which is the strangest thing? What was number five on his list? Something Gypsies? Flamenco Gypsies. Sorry to them, the Flamenco Gypsies for not remembering that. Um, I'm going with Jedward. Yeah. Is it because it's the sort of behaviour you might come to expect from Mick Hucknall? Oh. <laughs> I've always thought he was a knob. So, yeah. He's confirmed it. <laughs> and let's just, um, let's just raise our glass, if we may. Yeah. Um, on this day in 1998, Jerry Hannawell's yep. just left the Spice Girls. So, oh shit! Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was the end of May. I was on holiday in Cornwall at the time. Fucking hell! That's how you do your calendars, isn't it? Where Jerry was. I, <laughs> I no, I remember because she to was the, your um, favourite, wasn't she? As I said on the recent episode, uh, I went to the shop, the campsite shop, and I saw the headline on the newspaper: Jerry Halliwell leaves Spice Girls. 1998. Um, yeah. Fuck, that's another episode I've managed to reference the Spice Girls in. Although, to be fair, you brought that one up. Well, I, um, I, I forgot to say in the last episode, um, we ticked the box for the Lesson Jake reference. So anyone who's listening, mm. 
And yeah, uh, anyone who has got their anyone who has got the spreadsheet going, you can do a little tick there. And um, you can tick it now as well because we've just quickly <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> I actually worked backwards on that one. I started off on right, Lesson J, Anthem, Beers with B sides, the vinyl just came out. Who else has done a B-Sides album? <laughs> oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. I'll pretend to like Carly Rae for the sake of an episode. Yeah. No, that's not true. That's not true. Have um, you, um, just quickly non-music related, um, can I drop a bit of um, stuff from the news in... Well, it's not the news. It's a comment on a news report about a okay. really messed up, tragic event um, that happened... Our way at Durdle Door. I don't know if you've seen this. The people jumping off yeah, the bloody. Yeah, and I saw. Rock. I've just read before we started recording this evening that they've had trouble down there again today with people climbing up it. Mental, isn't it? Because the, you always get bloody people who think, "Oh yeah, I could probably survive that." So basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Durdle Door is a um, uh, a beach area on the south coast, on the southwest coast path, and the rocks and the cliffs are like two hundred feet. And four pricks decided it was a good idea in to jump off it. And air ambulance was called out. Um, the Coast Guard was called out. Um, they put, you know, all of these people, you know, all the efforts and crew involved, fair play. But, yeah, it meant that everyone on that beach, and it was overcrowded by the looks of it, all had to sardine themselves into the middle of it while this helicopter landed because those guys thought it was a good idea to jump 200 feet without any training into water where there's probably rocks, you know. But to shit put a little bit of light on a horrible story, I was reading some of the comments about it. Uh, and uh, this one uh, sort of made me chuckle, all right? So jerk sauce... Is the fucking name of the person who's left this comment, right? Idiots. It's time Turtle Door was closed off permanently to anyone from outside the county. It's a jewel of Dorset, which means we should keep it for ourselves. All right. To which someone has replied right? anonymously. That is a fantastic. And I should add, I'm hoping I'm getting the sarcasm. Uh, out, um, but please wait till the last line. <laughs> that is a fantastic idea. So by that logic, I can no longer visit Stonehenge or the Tower of London. Warwick <laughs> Castle too would be off the limits. Keep thinking up, <laughs> keep thinking up these great ideas, jerk. <laughs> you asked for that, jerk. I don't know why I saved that. Just, it was the way. It was the way you also went. Um, visit Stonehenge or Tower of London. Warwick Castle too would be off the limits. <laughs> As if those three are this person's favourite places to visit. The Holy Trinity of uh, tourist attractions. The Holy Trinity. Yeah, that's it. Stonehenge, Tower of London, and Warwick Castle. <laughs> Get a uh, season pass. Yeah, fucking it did make me laugh. Um, it was mainly the comments that were making me laugh because the rest of the story is depressing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, what's that? Is that a new segment? Just what's in the news? Well, I was sort of, um, and should, should, I don't know, I'll, I'll come back to your FaceTime now because those notes are on my phone. Sorry about that. Um, should just say, um, let's have a quick toast to, um, <laughs> toast please. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just chucking these in. 
uh, this day on 1977, um, uh, the BBC banned the Sex Pistols single God Save the Queen because of its gross bad taste. So Mm. not that I'm a fan of the Sex Pistols, but fair play, guys. That was this day in 1977. Wow. He's a right chubby funster now, though, isn't he? Who? Rotten? Yeah, yeah. He's been, and he advertises butter. <laughs> That's why he's so chubby. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a lifetime supply of lard given to him as payment. Do you know, in 1977, I wouldn't have made those jokes. I um, <laughs> wouldn't have dared to. But now I'd probably outrun him, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you'd give it a shot. But in... Um, Unfortunately, the BBC played into its hands because that's, that single reached number two in the UK chart. That's mad, isn't it? I didn't think it got that high. I can believe that. Oh, I, I didn't think you were going to respond then. <laughs> Sorry. I wasn't sure what the response was. The IBA at the time issued a warning to all radio stations saying the playing of the single would be a breach of section 41A of the Broadcasting Act. Huh. Yeah, wouldn't it just? For 10 points, who was the uh, guy's show that they were on? Oh, Kenny Everett. No. I think <laughs> the guy was... Wasn't the guy You called... don't even know! It was like Ted Grundy or Ted Bill, Grundy. Bill Bundy or something no, like that. No, Bill Bundy. It wasn't Bill Bundy. Do you want a quiz question? Yeah, I've I've got some uh, some fun question related content for you as well. Actually, I'll, I'll be the judge. You of go. That. You go first. All right. Which member is missing from this UK rock band? All right. Yeah. Understand the question? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to explain it a lot in the quiz I did, all right? Okay. <laughs> Who's missing? Guy Berryman, John Buckland, Will Champion. Who's missing? I haven't got a fucking clue. From this UK four-piece band. I haven't got a fucking clue. Do you want to take a guess? Who would you guess? I'll, I'll read it clearly, all right? Because, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Guy Berryman, yeah. John Buckland, mm. Will Champion. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, who's missing? Well, I don't know, because I don't even know which band it is. No, 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 but that would be a fucking giveaway, wouldn't it? Oh, Chris Martin. <laughs> oh! him the fucking points I'm not you've got Siri on haven't you and no. Siri's just said Siri's come back the member missing is uh, Chris Martin I just pulled it out of the old brain box oh it's back there somewhere alright um alright I'll take a question well it's part of a new segment oh that I hope you're going to enjoy let me just prepare for it a second okay um, uh, Talk amongst yourselves. Hiya, guys. Um, just so you know, that um, Sharon went and got the the alcohol for whoever was listening, and they've um, they've very much committed to that pint. And I I hope you've committed too to drinking during this episode. Um, I'm drinking. Liam's drinking. Drink responsibly. 
and drink safely. But I do feel that we're probably better with a drink. We're certainly funnier after a drink. <laughs> so please, you're now half an hour in, uh, right. depending on the depending on the edits. This Can might I'd be say... a nice time to go and get another drink. Yes, I'd say actually I'm ready now for this new segment, but I wouldn't say that you're ready if you've not had a drink. If you haven't, <laughs> pop into the kitchen, do a shot of the strongest alcohol that you can find, come back, sit down, and brace yourself for this new segment. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. This is this is the title. This is going to be a long-running segment, so I hope you like it. For just this episode, or you think it's got legs? I think it's got legs. I think he's got four legs. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. It's time for (laughs) Liam's Toms. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting on this for weeks. Um, That's right. Liam's Toms. This week's Tom is uh, a Tom (laughs) that we mention quite often on the show. Our friend Tom Clark. put together a playlist called nostalgic pop punk on his spotify on now, purpose or for this no he's just done it of his own accord now oh, sorry what, what this particular tom of liam's toms doesn't actually appreciate is that i've been stalking his spotify playlist for literally years going back to as early as 2013 where i would Look at his uh, dinner playlist that he would have when he was entertaining guests. Anyways, this is his new one, Nostalgic Pop Punk. The question to you, my friend, and the game that you're going to play is, can you guess five songs from his playlist? So I'm going to give you five goes. Yeah. Um, and let's see how many you get right. So you need to think, like, think, you know, real classic. You know the man. What's he put on this playlist? And I'll see if it's on there. What is your first choice? All right. Tom Clark. Tom Clark. I am going with Blink-182, First Date. It's on the playlist. Yes! (laughs) I've managed to recycle my catchphrase from the other show for this game. (laughs) Honestly. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, you're, one, you're one for one. Right. Oh, your second choice, that. please. Oh, God. It's actually... Bit, um, all right. Green Day. Basket Case. It's not on the playlist. Oh, what? I'm afraid there is no Green Day on this playlist. Fucking hell. All right. Okay. I'll carry on. Um, Good Charlotte. The Anthem. It's not on the playlist. Ah, I'm not thinking like... It's also no Good Charlotte on this album. I'm on this playlist. I need to... I need to think more like Tom Clark. You've got, um, what, two more goes? All right. Bowling for Soup, 1985. 
It's not on the playlist. Fuck off. Is there any bowl of soup on there? Just for a little bit of context, let me give you a couple that are on the playlist. Hold on. No, you don't even need to. I bet it's Boys Like Girls. Is that on there or something? Wait, is that a guess or not? No, no, I don't want it to be a guess. I'm guessing songs that... You've got another guess. What, two more? All right. I will go four. Some 41. And I'm going to go in too deep. It's on the playlist. Oh, just out of caution, if I'd gone motivation, would I have been wrong? There are no other Sum 41 songs oh, on the yes, playlist. Yes, I went with the right one. The man I... has omitted Fat Lip from this playlist. <laughs> Was there any simple plan on there? Uh, yeah. Was it addicted? No. Just out of just. That's right, that's, so, I have to count that as a guess. I'm afraid you, two out of five. Not bad. When, uh, could, uh, are you? Uh, so am I having more guesses in the future on that, or are you just going to do Tom Clark's playlist? <laughs> so can no. I just guess a couple no, that I, won't I, get me any points? Uh, sure, go on. All right, I'll I'll reel them off because I've just um, Boys of Summer. It's on the playlist. My friends over you, newfound glory. It's not on the playlist. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I'll man. give you one more, and then we, we've got to move on. Um, oh, what would you consider pop punk? How broad is he going let, with this? Let, oh, I'll tell you how broad. Lit, he's going. lit, my own worst enemy. It's on the playlist. Of course it is. Why didn't I go with that starting line? Is there any starting line on there? Yes. Sugar cult stuck in America. Yellow card, Ocean Avenue. Oh, he'll have yellow it's on, card. It's on there. the. It's on the playlist. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you you got five roundabout on that, didn't you? Yeah, but okay. no, no, no. I got two. I'll take the first five. I should have been more right. strategic. But no, I won't be doing that again. Next time on Liam's Tom's, it will be another Tom. McLeod. Might be McLeod next time. Not sure. Got a few others what? in mind. What? How do I? So if I wanted to go and find these playlists. Can you do that on the app, or do you have to be on the... No, I think you can book. do one either. I think you just have to search for that person, and you get their profile, and then you can find their um, their playlists. Can it's you how see people who will find f- ours. Okay. You can, well, you... the thing is, a playlist on Spotify, they can either be private or public. What I think, perhaps, what, is he, this particular is he Thomas Tom, Clark or Tom Clark? Yeah, Tom Clark, I think. We're verging on gross invasion of his privacy, so we'll wrap it up here. Um... Thank you he for. Mind. He'll love it. Uh, thank you for entertaining the first edition of Liam's Tom's. Do you enjoy that? I really enjoyed that. I, I'm gutted with um, some simple errors that I could have ironed out. Um, found him. I'm following him. Nostalgic pop punk. Yeah, have a route through. Fuck me. There's a lot of cartel in there. <laughs> Jesus, hit the lights. I'd argue some of these aren't pop punk. Brand new. I'll let you have that out with him. Right, we've got another segment. Move it along. Oh, me? All right, okay. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want another quick question? 
Oh, go on. Uh, you should get this. Whose debut album was called All Right Still? Uh, Lily Allen. Correct. You could have, you, if you'd wanted the cho- the three choices, this is what I did in the quiz. Uh, Sandy Tom, Kate Nash, or Lily Allen? Yeah, I think I'd have known it from that. We, we well, I, knew it, I knew it anyway. We don't, you don't need to say you, <laughs> you knew it. Um, so I have a, seeing as we're not on FaceTime now, this is, seems as good a time as any to break out a sound effect. Um, I've got two sound effect apps now. Just loading one up now. Now might be a good time. Oh, here we go. Ready? Oh, I'll check the volumes up. Don't have it too loud. That was perfect. All right. Well, you talked all the way fucking through it. Yeah, you could do it again. Which meant you had a... All right. So here is a... From the past. It's a blast. Or you could have had... Here is a... From the past. So that like a my, crash from the past. Well, that was technic- That was meant to be dynamite. So my blast from the past comes all the way from November two thousand and three, and it is Blink one eight two, Blink one eight two. Um, I think uh, people reference it self titled, but you know, um, and I think you'd you'd know the album cover straight away because it has that iconic logo of the face with the arrows. And I've actually do uh, doodled it without even looking at the album cover, and I can still roughly draw it. And then I looked on Google, and I was like, "Oh, not too bad, my little doodle." Um, so it, you know, it was a huge album, and I, I think it broke some boundaries for them um, because they were like you were saying about in the last episode um, these interludes that the nineteen seventy five album had. This had a couple of interludes on, didn't it? Um, hmm. In between tracks and a couple of random little sound bites. And a couple of different tracks, like Violence. The verses were very sort of different, weren't they? That um, almost like a dripping of water. Can you remember it? I don't know. Um, I, I knew you liked that yeah, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, but then the chorus obviously went massive with that fight. And, and then uh, a couple of maybe songs that were a, a bit more true to form, like Go, I guess, would be more of their the sound you'd expect for them. But the whole album was um, amazing. I love that album. I think it's brilliant. Um, what, uh, it, what, what brought this back onto your agenda then? It, it, it was one of those... Um, I think it was... I was listening. I was trying to get into the new album, Nine. And by realising I didn't really like that album, I went back and listened to an album I did like. And I, I think Very it's mature of you. Very mature well, of you. Well, I gave it a go. And there's some tracks I really do like on that Nine album. And I'm not against it. But And, it, and let's be honest, it would be too easy to go back to like Enema of the State or Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. So I went back to Blink-182, um, that album instead. Um, because that that was when I was really getting into music, two thousand and three. So I went, I went. You know, it's not like I went back to a. I'm not going to pretend to be one of these Blink fans who loves Dude Ranch or Cheshire Cat, and then doesn't like anything since. Because I think when people say that, I think that's a bit bullshit, to be honest. Because neither of them are great. 
Um, and I think they're for just the, set- uh, for the amount that we talk about Green Day on this uh, podcast feed. We or we don't really talk about Blink One Eight Two that much, and they are kind of like, eh, you know, obviously they had the whole pop disaster pairing of them on that tour that time, and they're, they're sort of an equal level in terms of fandom. But you and I are much more Green Day leaning than Blink, aren't we? And yeah, have definitely. Been. But yeah, definitely a hundred percent. But you know, they do they do need to be mentioned, because, um, because you know. They had a hand in creating and cementing the genre of sort of pop punk. They, they you know, they, they had a hand in creating that. And I think what Blink-182 self-titled did was it went, it, it didn't conform perfectly to that genre. And I think that's why it was interesting, you know, um, songs like um, Stockholm Syndrome, uh, which followed that interlude and, I suppose down wouldn't have been wouldn't have, down wouldn't have sounded out of place on any other album. But you know, here's your letter and um, easy target. They were they, you know they they were different styles. And um, you know, for me, the standout track on that album is always I I I, I love that track. I loved the video for it. Um, oh, I yeah, thought that the was three different bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really clever. And even when Feeling This came out, I thought that was an, an amazing track. I remember being so excited when that came out because that was around a time when albums got big video releases and it was like, you know, it was announced that Feeling This was coming out. And I think me and you have probably got both the vinyls for... Did you you manage to collect the full set for that album, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know that I've got them anymore. I think I may have sold them because they, they did become very... Uh... Very desirable, and I think I parted ways with them for some cash about ten years ago. I think I've probably got feeling this always and um, miss you. I think I've got them on, all on vinyl still. Possibly, yeah, you I want to check the prices on them. And they won't be worth anything now because Nine is overproduced chod. <laughs> so there's yeah. still a still a lot of fans out there that would that may want those. <laughs> Seven Un- unnecessary busy drums um terrible verses uh overproduced vocals uh <laughs> oh, you, you know you did you did well you, you spoke very passionately on our news show about um stuff you liked and you've just spoken nicely about the blink album, all right so well, all right I, okay i'll, I'll, gra- I'll grant you, you that one you can't like everything I asked you if you could riff about Blink One Eight Two, so I've said to you, <laughs> <laughs> so which I you, loved, by the way. We, you've probably paid more attention to your. We won't talk about neighborhoods because that was obviously still with Tom DeLonge, um, but California and Nine are both in this with this current lineup, uh, which features Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio, and they've both had a different vibe to it, but they've both been Blink-182. You'd know they were Blink-182. I'm not going to pretend that they've changed the the format. And I think with that new album, Nine, when the first time comes on, it's definitely got an essence of feeling this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, even the uh, the sound, like how it's treated on that first oh, bit, yeah, it's, it's got a like a kind of a flangey kind of like, yeah, I... I yeah, oh, I it's, a, it's a rip-off. It's a, yeah, it's a rip-off fe- of that. their own track. Um, and I said to you the other day that 
dark um, dark side had grown on me. I, I still don't like the verses as much, but I do think the choruses are awesome in that track. Um, and it, the album as a whole has 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 grown on me. And it's nothing to do with Matt Skiba. It's nothing to do with anything other than the thing. I think they. I think as a band, with someone like Hopperson, I think they could do better. And I, I've I've got a really strange sort of like um, take on it because I, I I can't really be asked with the kind of nostalgia drive of, of it all. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I, I get I get why um, they did it under the Blink name. Um, the brand's there, it makes sense. You know, the, the, the back catalogue and that is there. But it just, it, it ain't quite Blink, really, is it? I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of, of of Tom DeLonge or his vocals. It was always Hoppus's vocals that I liked. But um, And I love Matt Skiba. But there's something about it that just, I don't know, it just feels a little bit forced. So I'm not really on board for that. But I've got to say, the last the, those two albums that they've done, there have been some sort of overlooked tracks on it. It's like the ones that they've not released as singles, the ones that are just buried on the album that they almost haven't even referenced. There's been like some real gems like in amongst it. And they did um, a, uh, they did like a B-side type thing for California as well with a few extra tracks. And yeah. there was a couple of good ones on that, but they're, they're good songs in their own right. They're not good because they are good blink songs. They're just, you know, songs that I enjoy, well written, etc. Um, yeah, it's hard. The, the whole thing is strange. I, if I listen to it for too long, I just kind of like, I get a bit taken out of the experience by thinking, yeah, this isn't Blink, but it is Blink. And what does that mean? And, you know, are we in this painful era now where we're starting to see a lot of the bands that we grew up with get replaced and replaced you know different people and then it's like it just becomes tribute acts eventually a bit like a lot of the um the metal bands and that from the 70s 80s like you know they don't tour with their original lineups do they no i i, I do see what you mean and the, the, you know the schema thing didn't really bother me in fact i was quite excited to see those oh you know those first youtube videos that came out when he did that little club show I was, yeah. I was really excited to see what he did because I've always liked Skiba as a vocalist and a, as a as a person in Alkaline Trio. But I, I, I don't know. I just feel like these last two albums just been released for the fucking sake of it. You know, are we well, better? It we keeps better it going, put, doesn't it? It keeps like it going. The, it keeps the, the sing- it keeps the touring machine going. The singles have been okay. Like if you go back to California, bored to death's all right. It's not like she's out of her mind. Was god awful. Um, a bit boring that yeah and like that bonus album you said what um, you'll have to can't get you more pregnant oh there was some silly stuff as well wasn't there oh, just, this, yeah, is what, just, this is what it mean it just, it just it kind of felt like a bit of a anymore. it just felt like a bit of a tribute so we right. but, but the, the, my blast from the past is that Blink-182 album um, with Feeling This and Always and Miss You uh down you know what an album and it really and i think if you're a similar age to us you know that album you'll remember when it was released and i'm sure like me i can remember it clear as day like yeah yeah and that was massive that was and it's always difficult to follow up that sort of album um but it is funny you look at bands like green day who are 
ultimately even like surpassed where people thought they could be and blink you know i'm not sure they do a massive arena run over here you know like a green day green day would play wembley stadium two nights probably with a talk with a support act and blink would be a wembley arena not a wembley stadium you know wembley mm. wembley stadium holds 60,000 wembley arena holds 10,000 they misjudged that big summer tour they did last year in the US, didn't they, with uh, Little Wayne? It was a yeah. co-headline originally. It didn't sell, and they very quickly changed to being a Enema of the State 20th anniversary tour. Which is weird in itself, because you would have thought they'd just spend the money to get Tom DeLonge back <laughs> and make yeah. it a bit more authentic. Yeah, and that's the other thing as well. It's like, okay, it's a 20th anniversary for an album where one of the lead vocalists isn't going to be present. Yeah. Bit, well, bit he, he came, he came out literally last week and said, I'll probably play with them again. Um, you know, I, I, I don't doubt that I won't play with Blink again. That's what he yeah, said. He said that. Yeah. It, it's the whole situation is a bit odd, isn't it? I think he just can't be asked. <laughs> well, um, but interestingly, just, just on Tom DeLong. Um, so recently, uh, the the US government actually confirmed these uh some leaked uh documentation and stuff about alien sightings and UFOs and that sort of stuff um the person that leaked those documents originally was him so this 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 crazy <laughs> venture of his yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like <laughs> has some legitimacy to it like the US government have now had to come out and say oh no yeah yeah <laughs> that's right yeah we we have got these UFOs that we um yeah we've 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 spotted and, and documented uh cheers for that tom <laughs> So yeah, it's mad that he's like, that's what he's doing right now. And meanwhile, Mark is trying to rehash, um, yeah, um, 10 second uh, joke songs. But I, I got a lot of love for Mark generally. I just don't, I'm not really on board for for that myself. Yeah. And um, oh, was a just like down it, wasn't it? Oh well, I'd just like to raise my glass um, at this terrible time. Oh, I've got one, I've got one sip left. Um, for Brian Brian Harvey, um, Brian Harvey, from former E Seventeen singer Brian Harvey, who um, at this time in two thousand five was in a critical condition in a, in a London hospital after he fell under the wheels of his Mercedes convertible. <laughs> he ran himself over, didn't he? The, yeah, the accident yeah. happened outside his home in his uh, and um. He, Harvey was reversing from an access road into the street. The, he suffered a broken leg. So, hope you get better soon, Brian Harvey of 2005. <laughs> I think that section should be called Time Tunnel. Have you got like a whooshing Never sound? Yet. Hold on. Let me have a look. Please drink your drinks um, for the whooshing sound of... I probably don't have one, you know. Um, oh! Time tunnel. <laughs> Shit. It's kicked off. <laughs> I could have gone with another one there as a bit of a downer because, you know, madly, a report... So in 2016, um, the report has just come out that Prince has just died. Oh, God. Of an accidental overdose of um, fentanyl. Mad, isn't it? God, what a, so, what, a, what a big week in music history. 
Brian day. Harvey this is Bri- on this day. Oh, God. What a big day. End of May. I know. 2014, Miley Cyrus has just had some fucking jewellery stolen. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's leave on a high note this section. Let's raise a glass to Peter Gabriel, who in 1986 has just scored his second solo UK number one album, featuring oh, songs like Sledgehammer. Sledge! <laughs> Sledge! <laughs> I kicked the habit, sledge. So, well done, Peter Gabriel. Nice one, Gabes. Cheers. I should have, yeah, I should have um, finished with that one. The other two are a bit, well, to be fair, the Brian Harvey one's lols. Um, <laughs> Some guy <laughs> used to work with ran himself over once. Fuck off, he was, 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 was outside a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> He'd gone in, he left his handbrake off, and then he had to like run out and like stop his car from rolling backwards. It's, it's quite Fuck a common off. thing to happen. Oh, honestly. Uh, right, I've got one more segment, and then I'm done. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, it's a return of a, of a previous one, and, I, and I've, I've flipped it on his head a little bit. Okay. Uh, it is Vinyl Rant. Oh, now, I know what you're thinking. Yes. I know what you're thinking. How can I be angry about something so trivial in such times? Well... This isn't so much a rant, it's more an unusual circumstance. So, before um, lockdowns were imposed in various countries around the world, uh, I received a shipment from a label in the US, uh, which I expected to be a particular album. I'm not going to say which it was, because I don't want to name and shame this label. Uh, Opened it up, and it was the wrong album. (laughs) They'd actually sent me (laughs) five different albums i'd only bought one record they sent me i think i'd have to double check this i'm pretty sure three lps and two cds i checked with them and they've pretty much said i can keep what they've sent me because it's too expensive for me to send it back so i've got a bunch of stock by some bands i don't know on a label that i'm not all that familiar with i can't be bothered to uh entertain it so if anybody wants it First person to uh, contact me gets the bundle. And that concludes Vinyl Rant. Is there anything good in it? I said that concludes Vinyl Rant. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. Honestly, I, I don't oh, know. Sorry. It's a load of random old stuff. Let's go back to what happened on this day then, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. We continue talking about it. Weird though, right? <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, what a fuck up. <laughs> Would have cost them. Would have cost them more on the shipping as well because they're shipping it from the US, so the weight would have been higher than what it should have been. Ah, a very funny old world, isn't it? I I get that they don't want it back because it would cost them a fortune. Yeah, for me to send it back. So yeah, my fortune is someone else's. Let me know if you want it, and you can have the mystery grab bag. Oh, well, that's, that's very kind of you. I won't go in for it because... You can't. The The competition commission wouldn't what, allow ex- it. What do you call me? <laughs> I said the competition commission wouldn't allow it. It'd be like uh, Richard and Judy fiddling the You Say We Pay books. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, just quickly, this is a proper niche quiz question. What was Meg White's? First record. What, that she owned? That she bought, yeah. Uh, California Dreaming, Mama and the Papas. No, it was the Steve Miller Band, Abracadabra. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and on that note, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh well, that was fun. It's nice to have this one back. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed this. Um, just quickly, I've just seen on the website I get all my shit from. <laughs> They've got a, on this day, um, so I get I get all my on this days from that. Um, but they've got a birthday number one. Do you want to know what was number one on your birthday? Uh, I know what it was. It was um, Pet Shop Boys, Always On My Mind. Oh. Well, you've, uh, uh, no, I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> In the UK, it was the Pet Shop Boys, Always On My Mind. In America, it was George Michael Faith. In Australia, it was Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. God, in Germany, mix. in Germany, it was Rick Astley, Whenever You Need Somebody. That's weird. In Canada, it was George Michael Faith. Mm, big hit. Yeah, well, that was a big hit. Yeah that, yeah, that bloke could sing. Oh, thanks for that. I didn't know the other one, so yeah, that was cool. Well, no, but I'm annoyed you know... I've done that. I haven't looked at my one. Go on, do you then. want to know my one? Yeah, I, I do. Oh, thank you. It's nice that you paid an interest. Um, let me just put the digits in. It's got this funny little machine that you have to put it into. This website's called thisdayinmusic.com, by the way, anyone? Oh, you ruined the source of all our content. Um... Oh, for fuck's sake. Tapau. China in your China hand. In hand. Yeah. Uh, Belinda Carlisle. Like Heaven is a place on earth. God, these are some bangers. Oh, Rick Astley was still number one in Germany when, with whenever you need somebody. I've never heard it. I've, I can't say I, can, I know what it is. It's a song written and produced uh, by Stock, Aiken and Waterman, mm. which became successful for two of their artists. Oh, <laughs> oh! Ashley did well with that one. You release it now. <laughs> uh, no, no, honestly, God, funnily enough, that came up in a pub quiz recently. Um, <laughs> steps always on my mind. Uh, no, sorry, last thing on my mind. Um, that was a uh, that was a cover that was originally by Banana Rama. I didn't know that till uh, the oh. other day. Well, uh, both Stock Eight and Waterman, what are they called? So mine on my birthday, to power China in your hands, was the six hundredth single to top the UK charts. It stayed there for five weeks. Hang. Hang it must it. have all no, it almost. Oh it must yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Because I say because our birthdays are only a few weeks apart. Yeah, singer Carol Decker explained the song's title is the effect that you hold a china cup to a light. You can see your hand straight through it. Therefore. China in your hand means something that is transparent. That is absolute tosh, Decker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I've, li- I've literally got one sip of my beer left. Go on then. Do one last toast to uh, someone. To Ashley. Well done on your, your, your success in 1987. Yeah, cheers, mate. Great year. Well, thanks for that. Um, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, uh, where can they find you if they if they so wish? 
If you so wish, you can find me at Liam Toms on Twitter, Instagram, and such. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> Give that a go. Uh, and liamtoms.com. How about and if they did one, oh, well, I'm at Run With Ed on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, no website to speak of, and I'm not on LinkedIn. It's a shame. You should be. It's a it's a real real laugh. <laughs> I've always been here for business. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great, great laughs that LinkedIn. <laughs> Honest to God, if anyone listening to this is not connected to me on LinkedIn, send me the request because. This is uh this episode's gonna come out a couple of weeks after we record it, so I'd have forgotten that this is in it by that point. Um it'll be a nice surprise to to get a LinkedIn request. Uh on that note, I'm gonna say goodbye. Wait, wait, wait. and they can wait, find the podcast on at two track mine pod. Please yes, it's not on LinkedIn. No. Please, if you can, go to Apple, leave a review, rate us, uh subscribe, all of that gets us more visible so more people can find it because the more people that find it the more chance you have of hearing us more often uh if you weren't bored of us already anyway thanks for listening cheers bye see you soon bye